I do a lot of coaching to help new voice actors set up their first studio. And I'm often asked, where can I find work? And for years, and this is the truth, one of the very first places I tell them is to go to Casting Call Club. It's one of the largest sites for, con for connecting creators and voice actors. And unlike many of the other pay-to-play sites, there's, there's a lot more transparency and collaboration. It's not just voice actors auditioning. It's creators working together towards a project. And today we are joined by its creator, who many of you will know from your email as Buford from Casting Call Club. <laughs> it's my pleasure to welcome Buford Taylor to hi. our conversation today. How you doing, Buford? Yeah, hi, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm doing, doing well, I'm yeah. I'm not a robot, I, I'm a real person. <laughs> a real email. person. I send real every person. single one of those emails. No, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I'm so inspired by what it is that you've done, how you've, um, how you've really changed the way new voice actors can get started. And I think Casting Call Club, and we can talk about like it's, it's Genesis, but if I recall correctly, I remember being on one of the voice acting subreddits and there was a post that's like, it was something like, I made this thing for you. And uh, I, re I remember, I don't know if that's where, I don't, I don't know if that's actually where Casting Call Club started. For those who don't know it, could you give us a sort of a thumbnail of what, what Casting Call Club is? Yeah, I know. So right now, it's the place you go to to um, sort of learn and practice your your voice acting, right? Um, there's a bit more to it, as you can imagine, but um, that that's the one-liner uh, for yeah. it right now. It's one of the places that's it's safe to, to post gigs where you work for free and you're often like the whole project it's it's not just about voice acting I, I i probably didn't say that quite correctly in the beginning but it's really a platform for creators because you see writers you see animators you see all sorts of folks in there yeah no it's uh it started definitely as voice acting um solely right mm -hmm. about three years ago um i opened it up a bit more to where you can um, do um, audio engineering, uh, find comic illustrators, um, you know, directors, uh, video editors, um, all sorts of stuff. I just opened up acting, like actual acting, uh, as, a, as a category as well. Um, so about 15% of the site is non-voice acting at this point. Um, so still early days for non-VO uh, projects, but uh, yeah, it's mostly, mostly voice acting currently. Yeah. Who would, yeah. did, you, did you have like a, a persona, a voice actor in mind? Was it really like the first per, the person who's like, I've never been in front of this before? Like, <laughs> what prompted you to, who, who yeah, did you have no. in mind when you were starting? It, it was actually, uh, it was actually me back in the days. So um, <laughs> whenever I was in college, I, uh, I wanted to be a broadcast journalist in college, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, I went into college, you know, a freshman, I was really excited, right? And I applied to be an intern at one of the local, you know, uh, radio stations down there in Oklahoma, where I'm from, right? Mm. And um, I sort of got there and I realized I'm not very good at this at all, <laughs> you know? Uh, and the internet was just like sort of just starting um, back in the day. Yeah. When you think about a persona, I was like, well, I guess just like the you know, the would-be voice actor, right? The sort of budding voice actor who wants to just learn and have fun and, and sort of do like these, you know, small, you know, projects. That's the original um, right. uh, version of the site, right? That's that's amazing. And I remember, if I recall, you got some pretty good growth. I think it's, you've had, you've had good growth the whole time. Are you, 
Last I, last I heard, it was like six hundred thousand, more than six hundred thousand people. Yeah, I think um, uh, CCC has been really interesting in terms of growth because um, of the way that it's set up. Right? When you think about other platforms um, for voice acting in particular, right? There's generally like a barrier of entry. You want to pay to even get into the platform, right? Otherwise, it's just like complete chaos to where like you're on a subreddit and anybody can join and there's no quality control, right? right. So I wanted um, some sort of mixture of the two to where you can, you know, come in and, you know, set up a profile. There's a little bit of quality control, not much, um, but uh, but enough, right? And there's no barrier of entry, mm -hmm. right? So the organic nature of, of growth for CCC has been just phenomenal uh, over the years. It's a 700,000, by the way, now, wow. uh, not six. Yeah, amazing. amazing. I think it was just yesterday or the day before that it crossed that wow. marker. Wow. You really are bringing people together to work on as much passion projects as anything. It's the place where you can go and, you know, work on a work on a fan fiction where you can work on a on a dub or of, you know, of, of new projects and people can really just work from a place of passion and not necessarily money making. I, I suppose it's, it's not really money making many of the projects when you look Absolutely, at it yeah. that way. Yeah. I, and I think that a lot of people didn't realize that in the beginning, right? They're like, Oh, you know, why would I waste my time with this, this place that I can't even make money on. Right. But I think that people expected CCC to be this sort of like replacement for voices.com, which which, you know, maybe I wanted it to be in the beginning, but it definitely is not um, now, right? Um, so I sort of just catered to, you know, practicing and, and doing that. And because of that, the reputation of CCC has grown. Um, and uh, now there's, you know, many paid projects yeah. out there. I think, I think uh, like seven or 8% of all new projects are paid um, at this point. And there's like, 20,000 new roles per month right. uh, over there. Right. So that's, you know, pretty good. It's right? one of yeah. the things I say when I, you know, when I'm talking to, to people, when I'm, when I'm coaching them is it is I recommend casting call club because it's a place where you can, where you can go without a ton of risk. You can actually, the way you've leaned into transparency, I think is, is really amazing. And I think it, it, it fosters a lot to the, to the confidence and the experience of the, of the new voice actor. The fact that you can see what other auditions are there. Yeah. It seems to be, uh, maybe less competitive in that way and more collaborative being able to see the other people's auditions being able to hear from them and learn from them, comment on them. I can't remember. Can you comment on, on, on auditions? Or is it just on the, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and, and yeah. the fact that you like have the rating on, on whether or not a, a project's going to come to completion, <laughs> like, you know, go into this, yeah. go into this project with eyes open because there's metrics that we're judging the casting people on too. This whole idea of, of transparency, I think is, is, is really amazing. And what separates really differentiates CCC from all, all, all the other Pay to quote unquote pay to play sites. I know you're not really a pay to play site. Yeah. It really is a differentiator. Yeah, it's really just like I agree. Like all the things you just said, I agree with. You know, um, it's definitely very interesting because like you can get on CCC and submit an audition, right? And um, people can comment on your audition and say, "Wow, my God, what amazing take!" Like or or like I think you you mispronounced this word, uh, or if you just added more pause. Uh, you'd have a better effective delivery. And all this could just happen with one audition, right? And from anonymous sources, like anybody could do this, right? 
uh, and, and it happens sort of naturally, you know. So I, I love transparency because I think that if you're sort of radically honest with yourself, um, you learn so much, right? So um, I sort of like, you know, indoctrinated that in my in my daily mantra. You know, I try to be as transparent as possible with with with, with the things. Um, so for CCC, like uh, whenever whenever somebody posts a new project, I'll run this really awkward algorithm that judges if I think, well, you know, if the bot thinks that the the um, the project will actually complete, right? And it's just based off of like, you know, their history and like, you know, if they've committed or if they've like, you know, connected their social accounts, like how many followers ratio they have on their social, all sorts of different, you know, things that I think is like, you know, relevant to um, trust, right. Right, right, reputation, you know. Um, but not only that, like it's just a place that, um, you know, I just wanted it to be a safe spot. Like people can go anonymously, um, do these things. You know, th there are some very famous people in CCC who have anonymous accounts, um, and they just have they just have fun. They just go and do their their thing. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's amazing. We've got our public ones, and then we've got our fake. <laughs> You know, our, our finstas of, of casting call call because yeah. it is a great place to it's a great exactly. place to, you know, see a, a real huge variety of scripts. You can experiment and play in a way that that is much safer and you get to interact with with people way differently than when you've got, you know, especially if you've if you've got a name attached to you, um, you know, where you can mm -hmm. where you can go mm -hmm. and and do things differently. You know, I, I, I sort of think of it as the same way that, you know, musicians go play in a Madison Square one night and then under a different brand name, they go play the club, you know, the next night or, or, or after. Yeah, I was just thinking of this Reddit post. I saw um, a very famous uh, pianist, no, as a violinist, I, think, I don't know, but um, had played in a, a massive venue, had sold it out, and then he played in like a, you know, right, a train right. subway, right? And no one even knew who he was, right. just walked by, right. you know. Um, and it's just so interesting to, to sort of get that, yeah. that difference, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. cool. It, it seems to me that casting call, it really does skew towards, um, animation and, and, you know, anime, mm -hmm. uh, fan dubs and stuff. Not a lot of corporate work on there. Do you think that that's because it's, it's passion projects? Like, did you intend for it to go that way or did it just sort of organically go that way? Did you have designs on who what kind of projects you wanted to encourage? yeah no this is a a really interesting situation i found myself in right um because when i built ccc i built it for um my past persona like yeah. i mentioned before you know the the guy on vaa who's just like doing stuff for fun right now when you think about like what's fun people think like oh characters you know and animes and like that's mm -hmm. just fun to do right like i don't want to you know, record a car commercial, <laughs> right. right, for fun, you know. Um, but on CCC, like, uh, even though it, it is very transparent, there's a lot of controls over privacy and things like that, right? Um, and there are private projects. And the private projects tend to be yeah. uh, paid a lot more, by the way. And, like, people, the casting directors use CCC just for organizing their roster and getting, you know, the right, like, auditions in, right? Um, and these private projects are the ones that typically have – like we just, you just mentioned, you know, um, commercials, uh, those sorts of things, right? I think there's like some, some, um, I don't know, future version of CCC, like CCC mm. for business that embraces this a bit more because I haven't done any 
um, features at all, like that to help this, you know, happen. Like if you're if you're a VA and you want to get more into the business side of things, like how do you get discovered um, by the CCC business people, the, all the private right. project people, right? Um, yeah, I just don't have an answer for that one yet because if I just open it up for applications, you know, they'll be inundated with uh, with right. you know, all these different right. things. So. Do you uh, do you do uh, metrics on like the kinds of projects? Like I, I you know I assume that the, the the user base skews younger, not like old you know gray beard gray beards like yeah <laughs> like me. Do you do you see? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I had a shave do you, earlier. Do you see uh, trends in the kinds of projects? Like is it is it evolving? Do you see the kinds of projects evolving? I'm not sure if you if you do those kind of metrics or anything like that. Yeah, like by nature, like my my. Um my career was software engineering, right? So like heavy on the metrics, like I, you know, I do all the, all the metrics, right? Um, and it's very interesting. Like it's, it's definitely younger, you know, um, 18 to 24 has the majority of, of people on the site. Um, it's about half and half male and female, that's, which, that's you know, amazing. was interesting to me. I thought it'd be mostly yeah. male, you know? Yeah, but it's half and half male and female. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just very, you know, sort of the younger crowd coming in, you know, doing what they can. And you can see like who's wanting to be professional just by how they they act mm -hmm. on the site itself. A lot of younger people um, who are just there for like trolling or fun, they will, you know, quickly lose interest right. and be removed because I give, I try to give people like the, the ability, the ability to like right, flags, right. flag others and, and report the, uh, the audition or, or the user or whatever. It seems like a casting call club has evolved into as much, as much, not necessarily a, a place for voice actors to get rich. It's a place for voice actors to, to learn their craft Im improve their chops, get some repetitions towards projects. Maybe they've never seen before doing the kinds of things they've never seen before. Yeah. It, it, I feel like that's a natural lead into what you're doing with with closing credits as really the more more formalized educational aspect of it. There's CCC, which is um, sort of organized, but there's no barrier of entry. Anybody can come in and like make a project and collaborate uh, and do all this stuff. Right. So CCC um, helped gather people's interest um, to where, you know, new uh, talent comes in and they're like, hey, uh, wow, like this is something that I kind of want to do with, you know, my career. Like this is really fun. Like, I want to do this, you know, like how, how do I learn more? Right. So uh, that's where closing credits come in. Um, and you, you're like, well, where do I go now uh, to actually learn this and do this? Right. You sort of have two options. You have like traditional, uh, you know, MBA programs, right. Film school, art school. Uh, these are typically like, you engage for multiple years, um, they cost a lot, right? Okay, so that's one path. Other path, um, there's all these people out there with, you know, workshops, right? Um, typically, they're celebrities, you know, people who've been around in the industry for a long, long time. Um, you know, they've got like sort of their weekend courses, their video library, you know, sort of like how to be a voice actor, uh, how to do, you know, whatever, right? Um, and I took, I took a couple, you know, in, in 2018 and I was a little disappointed Now I won't name, name any names, uh, on, on who it was, you know, it's all, it's all good. Um, and I, I felt left, I, you know, I left that, those, those, those workshops leaving a little, yeah. you know, disappointed like, I was starstruck, you know, yeah. meeting the person was amazing. I was like, wow, you know, you're my hero for God's sake, you know, I, but, but I didn't learn anything. I learned like, 
I got hope, yeah. but I didn't yeah. get education from that, right? And the problem with something as, as um, you know, like like art, right, or like acting in general, uh, is that there's a lot of opinions, and not necessarily all of them are wrong. You know, there, yeah. there's definitely many sides to to this equation, right? Um, so I was like, well. I was, you know, I was like, there's no great answer out there. I was talking to um, uh, a colleague of mine, John Wang, um, who's the co-founder of Closing Credits, by the way. Um, and uh, he's been, uh, you know, studio owner for 15 years. You know, he's been doing sort of productions, mostly out of out of um, the mm-hmm. East, like China, right, in Japan. Uh, some, some animes out there, but recently came to the West. Um and he's like, yeah, like, I agree. Like, things are different in the East. You know, it's sort of more standardized. Um, you know, I bet we could, like, take some of that, apply it over here, um, take all the information and serve it in a way that's, like, synthesized and formatted and, and just well put together. Um, and we're like, yeah. yeah, let's, I bet we can yeah. do that. Let's, uh, let's do it, you know. It, it's, so those CCC people who came in and they're like, yeah, I want to learn more. That's, it's for them. It's like, okay, well, um, where do I start, like, understanding these things, right? So we have three, like a flagship course, VA 101 through 301, right? And this is the amalgamation of, like, everything we've learned from every VA person out there uh, in three courses, right? Now, they're generalized. They're not, like, specified at audiobooks or commercial or those things, you know? Um, It's generalized, right? Um, But it is, like covering everything, you know, from like the breathing techniques to, you know, um, all the way to method acting and, and like what, you know, or just methodology of, uh, methodologies of acting in general, like er- everything in between, right? And then we have sort of elective courses um, that, uh, that branch out, right? But, it, but think, of, think of closing credits as like, that's not the target audience, right? The target audience is actually a marketplace between the budding, aspiring, actor and the expert, right? I don't want to be the gatekeeper of knowledge. Uh, John doesn't either, you know, we want to get all the experts, even that celebrity guru that I took courses with in 2018, he's got amazing information in the, that some nuggets were really good, right? And I, they should be in, in the course, you know? So I want to match like what he has to offer with what this person, you know, the student wants to learn um, and put it all together, right? So I wouldn't say that we're competing against anybody, um, you know, from from the the teaching side. We're more competing against, you know, those old traditional, you know, film programs or whatever. I I kind of see parallels um, because we're of a certain age where, uh, you know, a, a computer science degree, for example, was the way that you learned. M- maybe you became proficient at at computing. Uh, but but nowadays, I'd say in 2022, you could probably join. There's you know there's there's a handful of places out there where you can where you can learn to code, and then your degree is as much your your GitHub repo as it is as it is you know the the piece of paper from the university you graduated from. I think there's a lot of people that are finding really good work because they were part of a community, they learned their craft, and they they collaborated in public. And and that, that GitHub repo is their proof. And I think a lot of probably that's you we're seeing that happening where they, they come in, they, they start to do some work on CCC, they get some formalized education on a you know, on a shoestring budget, 
And then they can really say, here's my body of work. Here's this is me. This is really the work, not something that was, you know, maybe super produced or or my college yeah. dissertation, you know, my real my show reel at the end uh, of a university. I, it really is. A, it's a different world, isn't it? I've got three comments I want to make with, to, to that that one thing. Right. Uh, first off, like um, I've been a software engineer for a long time now. I mean, just ridiculously long time. Right. Um, my background is like, I was really early on at Eventbrite, um, and I've been doing small companies ever, ever since. Right. And, uh, recently did one called Reforge, which is literally the same thing for, um, for, for, for professional education as closing credits is for, for creators. Right. Um, and, uh, what, what my point of this is like, I have, I've hired maybe a hundred engineers, right. In my career, I've never once asked where they went to school. Never once like even cared. Uh, and it, you're so right. Like it matters what they do, not where they learned it from. Right. Um, so when you talk about things like point two now, when you talk about things like um, like listing your IMDB credits or your, your CCC profile, you know, or your LinkedIn or whatever. Right. Um, all of that is is what I'd be looking for as a hiring person or a casting director, right? Like I want to, I want to see like, okay, are you a right fit for me? Like, are you the right fit for, for this project? And are you dependable? And, you know, just like having those two things, oh my God, you're a star. Like let's work together for many years in the future. Right. So universities and schools, they're designed to pump you through and get you to, to graduate. Right. Um, and they don't require you to really do any extracurricular activities other than what the classroom is itself, right? So if you're, if you're actively um, trying to do projects, um, that's what I look for as a hiring you know, person like, or somebody casting. Like, I want to see if somebody who's actively doing these things yeah. as opposed to doing the bare minimum to get through um, this like on the rails yeah. course, yeah. right? So, yeah, different. I agree. Yeah. Now, Things you know, the, now. sort of the flip side of that is, you know, I think about, I'm sure you're familiar with Dolly 2. I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Copilot, uh, GitHub Copilot. Yeah. Uh, do you think that yeah. these tools that are built on this huge wealth of knowledge that came before from people who, who created that are now making it so easy for things to happen do you think that that's going to shape the way we educate do you think that will erode some of our skills i this isn't really a voice acting thing i just want to talk to a technologist here who because i i've really been thinking about that i've been messing with a mid journey yeah. which is like dolly too um and it's it's fascinating it's fascinating you know what i think we're gonna do i think that humans will evolve to mm. where we search better right as mm. opposed to yeah, create better do you know what i'm saying right um, if, if you, if you look at something like Dolly or Copilot, right. And if you don't know the exact terms yeah. to search for, yeah. you're going to get wildly different results. Right. So, yeah, I think that like humans, especially the consumers of these, um, you know, these, these, these like giant databases, right. Um, they, mm -hmm. you know, you'll be a better searcher in general. Right. I do think that like what's going to happen is, there will be um, a select few experts, right, uh, who really know how to build these things. 
And some skills will get lost for sure. Just think about language itself, you know. Um, it, it's, you know, our language is our, especially text on the internet these days, it's, you know, uh, emojis and, you know, short, you know, sentences as opposed, as opposed to lengthy long form things, right? Everything you think about these days has to be tweet, you know, the size of a tweet, right? Um, long form like narration is, is almost a lost art. Like it's really hard to get somebody to read a novel um, mm -hmm. as opposed mm -hmm. to listening to an audiobook, And I'm guilty myself. Like I, when I'm driving down the road, you know, um, and I have an audiobook, it's way better. You know, I'm not going right. to like go and right. where am I going to find right. the time to read a book? Honestly, I mean, th th that's the thing. It's like, I've got so much going on, uh, that I don't really need to do that. I'm still mm -hmm. going to go and, you know, uh, and not read a book that way. So yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's a very interesting, you know, future, right? Yeah. For those people who don't who have never heard what we're talking about, so Dolly Two is a a, a, a new product, a website, a, a new thing that's going to be coming out. It's in beta right now, where you can type in a sentence, a prompt, and it will generate a piece of art for you that is based on your description. And and it's some of them are are stunningly accurate. They're shockingly um, beautiful in in many cases. There, it's it's really quite shocking. And then I mentioned Copilot. Yeah. Copilot is a, a place where if you're a developer and you can start to write, <laughs> uh, you're writing computer code, and it will suggest big swaths of code that may solve your problem. I'm not like I said, I don't really do that anymore. But I know that there's a there's a lot of yeah. talk about what Copilot, uh, what what Copilot does for developers. Yeah, it's 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 pretty nice. I found oh. a lot of issues with Copilot. I don't think it's quite there yet. I think that Dolly has a lot of potential, though. Um, I, I used it myself, and I saw I saw some like results recently of. I think it was like um, it was like a chicken. Okay, here's the here's the search prompt. It was like a chicken teaching ducklets quantum mechanics or no um, data data some some data like you know charting data right um uh pencil style uh uh cute right and it was just this amazing picture of this ducklet little like you know pointer at, at like a whiteboard with little three little chiclets you know looking yeah. you know it was just amazing yeah, it yeah. just i don't know it's really going to be um uh something else yeah and what's fascinating about that is, you know, it, it's interesting that it can do that, but it, it, it knows, quote unquote, knows how to do that based on this corpus of, of human history. You know, it's it's been fed, you know, uh, if you've mm -hmm. ever seen The Matrix, it's like when, you know, when Neo says, I know Kung Fu, it's because he's been fed into his brain that all of that, that knowledge of human history. There's been all this creative output for millennia that all of a sudden gets ingested and, and, and is described and it can, it can put it together. Hopefully we don't can, hopefully we don't lose that, that we haven't hit a stagnation point in our creativity because it's, everything's just going to be prompts based on what we've done for the past 5,000 years. Hopefully that there will be continue, there will continue to be, um, cre creation. Yeah. Well, I think that there'll be some sort of, yeah, I think that, that there'll be pushback at least a little bit, but, the creative mm -hmm. tools out there are getting way easier to create more. Um, absolutely. You know, like, um, even as an engineer myself, I like to code yeah, yeah, so sure. via like an old school prompt Vim. I don't know if you know Vim or not. Right. But yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I just customize it, you know, to where it just works for me and like yeah. just the amount of things that I can do now, my God, it's just, you know, it's so, 
I run closing credits, CCC and Neon Eva myself. And I also built Reforge and the middle of that four company, well, three companies at the same yeah. time, one person, right? right? Like right. that was unheard of, you know, 10 years ago, you know? So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, certainly, certainly the, 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 the tools for enterprise level production, whether that's in code, whether that's in creating movies, whether that's, you know, creating our home studios, stuff that, you know, as we know, stuff that it took millions of dollars. You think of what it took to make the first few Pixar movies is you can make it an IMAX, you practically make it an IMAX studio now, right? Those tools are there. So we can still, we can still create. We absolutely still can, still can create. That's for sure. And those tools for disruption, maybe not disruption is not the right word, but, um, you know, for facilitating what, you know, a couple of, a couple of, you know, guys and gals can do just with an idea to getting it out there is way different. I, I think about my kids and, you know, they're kids, but they can collaborate. My son collaborates with people all around the world to make projects similar to what yeah. you might, might be output from Casting Call Club, uh, you know, with, with animators, with illustrators, with voice actors, with, you know, directors and stuff like that. And it's just, they're doing it because it's fun just to make, just to make a thing. Uh, and that's, that's really, that's really fascinating. You, yeah. you mentioned, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. What I'm worried. What I'm worried about though is like um, social media, and then combining that with with AI, <laughs> right? Like, imagine you have a neural link or something in your head, and then you have social media yeah, pumping in sure. all the time. That's just that's unhealthy. <laughs> you know, I would just yeah, you got to stop that, right? So. I mean, you know, we're we're starting to see it with the with the TikTok, where it's you know, or Instagram Reels, where you're just like. I mean, and I find it's a time suck for me too. Like all oh, of a sudden, I'll have yeah. my coffee. I'm like, let's look at let's look at TikTok for a minute, and two hours later, like, you know what I think it is? How where did my time go? Every social media company out there will eventually become TikTok very soon. Like they're all going to Reels. They'll all have their own flavor of Reel or you know of TikTok videos, right? Um, because like they have figured it out. That's like the way to do it. You know, three second videos or whatever, you're done. You know, and it's going to just capture everyone's attention, and it's you know. It's fun, but it's sad. And you know, like you, like you said, it's is it, all of those. It's been the progressive driving down of of our collective attention. I find it much harder to read a book when, you know, I go up to the to, to the reading room, the, the the reading room, and you know, it's it's yeah, it's scrolling. PlayStation Five room, yeah. <laughs> it, where you're where you're you know you're playing on you're playing on your phone. You're you're you know getting that that immediate gratification of consumption rather than the reward of whatever it is, you know, reading, creating, oh, yeah. drawing, Definitely. you know, all of those things that, that take our attention away, educating ourselves. You know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm not sure if you, if you see yeah. that with, uh, yeah. with closing credits Do people, you know, completion rates, do, are people completing the classes? Do you have to have the lessons? I haven't used, uh, closing credits, but do you have to have your lessons be two minutes long <sighs> so that people can, you know, eat, you know, eat them in, in bite-sized chunks? There's some tricks. I'm gonna deliver some some uh, some industry secrets. Uh, you, you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. So there's some tricks you can do to to uh, accelerate engagement, right? In in courses uh, like this, right? So um, right, I'll start at the beginning. You have all this this expert knowledge trapped in your head, right? Um, so so you're like, okay, how do I? How, you know, I want to 
you want to teach this, right, for whatever reason, legacy or just extra cash or, or you know, maybe you just want to solidify your own learnings, right? The expert wants to, to teach, right? Um, but they have problems, you know, they have like, um, they have, uh, you know, not a lot of distribution or they're not great at teaching or they don't know how to like create a course online or, or whatever, right? Like how, what's the best like way to format it? You know, is it audio visual? Is it like live written? Like what, what's the right format for, for the learner, right? So that's what closing credits does. It works with the expert to do all that, to create, um, to help create their course, uh, basically better and faster, you know, um, than they could have on their own. Like they could have got to, to the closing credits, like, you know, course, but it might've taken longer, right. Uh, to get to that point. Right. Or they don't have it as, as much distribution as, as, as closing credits. Right. So, <clears throat> so when you get to that, at that point, like the quality is really good. Um, and there's a format ready for you, the student, right. So if I'm going into this course, I'm like, wow, like, they're, they're, you know, I, I may not be like a live, you know, interactive person, but I love watching the video at the end of the, the, the recording, you know, or, or reading the written material at the end. Like, that's my that's my learning style, you know. Um, so that's trick one, right? Trick two is this, like, it's a live cohort. Um, and because of the cohort nature of it, and what I mean by cohort is like semester, right? Um, so it's like live six weeks. You go to the course every week, um, for six weeks. Right. And because of that, it's a journey. You're, you're building camaraderie with, with your, your course mates, right? Um, every course, except for VA 101, which is the exception, every course has less than 30 people in it, right? Typically it's around 20 or 15 or 16, right? So you're, you're with these people for six weeks, um, and you build, you know, rapport with them essentially. Right. Um, so it's not a one and done weekend workshop, you know, um, you just can't learn enough, right. You don't get enough repetition, uh, in that sort of, you know, environment. Right. But if it's a cohort and you go through a full, like, you know, multi-week cohort with someone, it not only creates like natural engagement, um, it creates hype. So you're like hyped up for it. You know, you're not just watching a recording of, by yourself in a room, you know, you're, you're with someone to ask questions and, and do these things. Right. Um, and then, and then like you have this camaraderie, you know, and then at the end, uh, and even, even in the beginning, even in, in the middle of it, right. Closing credits is always asking for feedback uh, along the way. So we use this thing called NPS, which is a net promoter score. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it every, you've seen it everywhere, but not know what it's called. It's like, how would you, would you, uh, are, how likely are you to recommend this to your friends? Right. That that's the question. And then there's like a survey that comes after it. Right. Um, and based off of these scores, we do lots of different tweaks along the way. So like, you know, VA 101, we've we've been running for, I think, four years now. It's had like 90 different versions of this course. You know, it's just so many different versions that we've tweaked along the way. Right. Um, and because of that, like our engagement's really, really high. Right. Um, so not to say that we don't lose people. Right. But I think for an online education program, uh, we have probably the highest uh, you can get like Coursera. I think it's like 20 percent people uh, finish Coursera courses. Right. Maybe even less, you know, um, something like um, like so Reforge um, is is basically what Closing Credits does. But it's replacing the, the MBA 
right program. So it's like professional education as opposed to just like you know creative education. Um, <clears throat> their their engagement rates are are very similar to ours, right? So it's like you know very very high engagement, right? Um, and I, I think it just leads to a better experience overall, you know, uh, for everyone involved, right? VA 101 is the only exception. I just want to throw this out there while I have the time. It's it's a lecture-based course because VA 101 has a lot of just like we have to sort of dump information at you. Now there is a lot of there's a lot of like um, room for you know your auditioning. You will get feedback for it, but all six courses, the live courses, are still lecture-based, whereas the rest are feedback-based. Like you're 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 like in the middle of the class, you know, doing, doing takes, right? Uh, so it's different experience altogether, you know? That, and I'm sure accountability, accountability to your peers is probably another thing that drives that engagement. You know, you feel guilty if, if you don't show. I know I've been through like, you know, 90-day workshops, and, and you feel guilty if you miss that weekly meeting or if you miss that session. And it's not, it's not just accountability for the peers, though. It's accountability all around. Like the NPS, the NPS surveys, like, I will ask them, like, do you want a refund for this course? Like, if you're not happy, that's it. Like, well, I will issue their credits back into your account, take another course, um, or, or if it's like just your first course, we'll just refund you. No hard feelings, you know. You know, yeah, go about right. We 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 hold the the the, the teachers accountable uh, for what they do. If they, if the MPS is too low, like we'll figure it out. Like we'll come and say, like, hey, these are the five issues we saw. Like is it possible to fix these issues? Um, otherwise we have to sort of drop this course, you know? Um, so yeah. And, and of course you mentioned the, the peer accountability as well. Like you feel like you're engaged because your friends, your, 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 you know, the people with you are engaged. Right. And you're like, well, damn, I can't let this person, you know, can't let this person show me up. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And, and I'm sure those, those cohort, those cohorts probably turn into, turn into peers. They turn into collaborators. They turn into people that they can, they, they can know and trust over time. So it's not just engagement. I know some of the workshops I've been, been in, I still talk to the people because I, I know them. I know what their skills are. I know how to interact with them. And I, and you do build peer relationships that can persist beyond just the class. It's, it's, it's a great model. Absolutely. And, and I think it's, 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 um, lifelong even like you become, um, coworkers essentially with some of these people. Um, so like I mentioned, we have an in-house, did I mention this that we have an in-house studio closing credits? Like, um, did I mention that at all? No, yeah. oh, I'm mentioning it now. <laughs> this is the time to mention it. Um, so, so closing credits, like it, it is there for, all three phases of your career. Mm -hmm. It's like the beginning phase, you don't know anything, like teach me, sensei, you know, how to do all these things, right? Um, you're the expert, so you wanna build courses or, or build what you know and, and share your knowledge, right? And then in that, that messy middle, um, you're like, wow, how do, I, how do I get cast? Like, how do I go find work, right? We have an in-house studio that is just for that, right? Um, and we hire just from our member base, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, we, we're doing super well with this right now. I think like last month we paid $50,000, uh, to just our members, um, closing credits. Um, I'm just going to share the numbers for everyone to, to hear, right. Uh, has been around officially for one year and two days. Um, and we just, thank you. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, and we just crossed the $500,000, um, revenue mark, right? Uh, one day ago, right? 
um, and four hundred thousand dollars of that has been paid out to our members, right? So you know, eighty percent of what we take in goes directly to uh, the members, basically, right? Um, and yeah, and like you know, it's just like a, you get all the tiers uh, to get you know your your now you have a little bit of legs to to work under. You can go explore because we can't you know. <laughs> Uh, find work for everyone all the time, right? Um, but like our last audio engineering, our, our last audio book course, we hired two people directly uh, from the course. Three went, uh, three more went on to, um, and that's like full audiobooks that we're just producing monthly, you know. Uh, three more went on to do like one-off projects, um, and, and that's like that's like 25% of the of the class right there, you know. Just after six weeks, you've already got like you know, your foot in the door. Right. Um, so yeah, we're, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're trying, <laughs> trying to get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, uh, you know, I'm looking at my prompts. That's my, that's my yeah. next thing is, is, um, I noticed that, um, you recently, uh, the, the banner on the top of casting call club shows that, uh, says you, you're launching just thrown out there. Just going to launch another, another site, another company, uh, uh, Neo Neva that seems to be, I'm not sure if it, if it fits exactly in, or you can maybe tell me how it fits yeah. into, into this sort of trio of, of projects. And Neo Neva is, um, a, a contest site. Do I have that? Do I, it's, it's, it's very new. So I'm not terribly well versed in it, but it's a contest site. Yeah. So think of it like this, like, um, you have, you know, now, now voice this or UVOS ultimate voice over survivor, um, or just many of the contests out there sort of happening organically on CCC right now, right? A contest, um, for creators is really just like another version of, a, of an audition process basically. Right. Except it's public, you know, and there's a prize, you know, that's not work. It's like just a prize, right? Typically. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I wanted to I wanted to create um, a contest for CCC, um, sort for closing credits, um, just for the the people, you know, the member base. I was like, okay, you guys have done so well, like let's just like put together some sort of contest, you know. Uh, and I was looking for a solution out there, and just none were great. None were just good contest platforms out there. Um, so two o'clock in the morning, I'm just frustrated <laughs> with life, and I'm like, I'm just gonna build one. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I built Neoniva, um, and, and I, people ask me like, okay, is it Neoniva or is it Neoniva, uh, like Neon Diva, um, and, and like Neo, you know, is new and then Neva means level in Bulgarian. It's also, in, I think Russian as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the real answer is just like, um, it's the shortest domain I can find. <laughs> so <laughs> that's yeah, that was it. Uh, but anyway, it, it, it works a little bit like this. Um, it's a contest platform. You can create contests, um, you know, to, um, engage your audience basically like you, uh, you know, booth junkie is like, okay, let's like everyone like, you know, mm. put up your, put up your, your studios and like, let's, let's judge that quality. Right. Um, they submit like an a audio quality or audio clip or like a video clip. And, and it's great because like neon Eva, lets you the contest creator um you know engage your audience and also find new audience people right um you know so say for example you want to uh, create a contest and like gather emails uh or or you know um you want to do fundraising for a cause um or you just want to like 
run a best karaoke for just fun, right? Um, all of it's possible on Neon Eva right now. Um, and it's just been a, a fun experience. Like I, I launched a, a sample project or a sample contest um, and it had about 40,000 uh, people join. Um, yeah, I know it just first one, by the way, 40,000 people join. I think there was like 600 uh, actual entries um, and uh, it was in preparation for for another contest um, coming up, which I'm allowed to announce, by the way, now, right? Um, so UVOS has agreed to run their contest on, on Neon Eva, and there's another one um, that will run on Neon Eva as well um, that I cannot announce yeah. yet because I don't have the contract for, right? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they're sort of bigger, yeah, they're sort of bigger names um, yeah, that I thought was like interesting. I was like, oh, okay, great, you know? Um, and, and it's free. Like if you have a contest that has no entry fee, it's free to use, just upload your stuff, you know? Um, if you have uh, a um, paid like entry fee, you know, like 10 bucks or whatever, right? Uh, I think it's like 5%. It, we just cover credit cards and put like 1% on top of that basically is what the, the cost is, right? Um, but yeah, it, just so it can pay for itself, you know? I don't want to deal with any of that stuff, yeah. But yeah, that's that's Neon Eva in a nutshell. I do appreciate that the, the sites come from an honest they they really feel like they come from an honest place that it doesn't feel like you're my you're my future wallet you're gonna fill my wallet you know it it and you're gonna fill my funnel it doesn't it doesn't feel like that and that's actually been very inspirational for the way that i've you know run booth junkie the way i you know i don't charge a lot for a lot of uh, a lot of stuff and and a, a good portion of that has been I can see the diversity of, of ways that you can go. And so much of it is drive your funnel, drive your funnel. I'm like, but, but, you know, I look at, I look at casting call club and I remember when it had a thousand members. I remember when it had 50,000 members and now here you are closing in at three quarters of a, of a million people. And, and, and I think it's built on, on honesty, on transparency, on, 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 on paying it forward. On paying it forward, and that—that that, uh, I don't know if that's ever been like part of your mission statement, but I, I've always sort of taken inspiration. You and I have never communicate communicated about that, but I really have taken inspiration by by what you do. I'm very envious of your motivation and your productivity. I wish I could be like you know half <laughs> as productive as you. Coffee, but it, but I it just has been coffee. coffee yeah. <laughs> But you really have. You've been um, you've been very inspirational to me. That's why I wanted to I wanted to talk to you. And, and I would bet that there's a hundred thousand people out there. It's a yeah. I'm really motivated and appreciative of what you've done. Really grateful for it. Thank you. I mean, so much. It's um. It, it, that's kind of why I I do this right now. Right. Like um, I, I got really lucky with um, with uh my previous like companies. You know, Eventbrite. I was. I was employee 10 of a billion dollar company, right? So really, really lucky. Um, and it gave me sort of freedom to do a lot of these passion projects, right? And um, <clears throat> since then, like, um, it, you know, <clears throat> there's motivation to impact a lot of people's lives, basically, is what I have, right? Um, so I, I love like hearing what you just said, you know, just uh, little pieces of feedback, you know, that I'm going to go, I'm going to leave and cry later, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, but, but also uh, like just big changes. Um, 
I think is what I want to do, right? So, so Reforge, for example, it's really impacting the MBA, right? I, I'm hoping that closing credits will really impact art schools out there. And even if closing credits doesn't replace art school ever in the future, right? I'm hoping someone does because man, like it's got to evolve, you know, things have changed, right? I'm hoping that like, well, yeah, you're creating an you're creating an art school for people who would maybe never be be able to get over that gate because the gate for art school is super high, a really high hurdle to to clear. And you're you're making it accessible to people who would would never have that opportunity, socioeconomically, location wise, the ability to travel to a school. I I believe even if those schools don't go away, they've got their place. What you're doing is is helping more people than I think you can even guess. Yeah. Oh man. I hope so. I mean, and, and then CCC, like it's, you know, it's also just this big collaboration, you know, thing. And like, I've never charged for CCC. Like you can just use it for free forever as long as you want to. Right. There's like cool perks you get for premium, you know, things. Um, but it, it, it pays the bills, but it definitely impacts people's lives. Right. It definitely does a big impact. Right. And I think I'll continue doing this. Like, when I left Reforge, I want to focus on CCC and closing credits for, you know, the indefinite future, right? But I feel myself, like, really wanting to do something, um, uh, you know, in climate or or health, healthcare, you know, those things. Because like, those are just big problems that I want to, I want to help solve, you know? Um, but, again, like my productivity is only there's only so much coffee I can drink. Right? So, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I'm sure just looking at you, you know, just looking at the, the tweet stream that I've seen for, you know, people tagging, tagging you, how many people have said, I got my first gig. I got my first paycheck. How many people's trajectories are, are you, are you impacting? And some of these, some of the folks, whether or not they become, you know, rich and famous is, is one thing, but being, having, having the ability to pursue a dream and and to just to do something that is comes from a place of of passion like i know that once i got in front of a microphone i was like my head exploded i was like this is what i want i like this way better than than putting semicolons you know in in computer code um this is really i mean i i love it so much and and to to i can you know with my little youtube channel maybe i spark a couple of people but you're sparking tens of thousands of people every day towards pursuing a passion and uh it's it's phenomenal you've been you've been an, an incredible inspiration to me I, I i'm really grateful for everything that you've done yeah thank you i don't have any i don't have any other uh questions um i feel like we're at a we're at a stopping point is there anything else that uh, you want me to tell to my audience any websites you need them to i'm gonna have links to everything in here um is there anything that i anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to get out there no, I think I think it was um, uh, it covered it all. No, it's pleasure to be here. By the way, I mean, just amazing to talk with you. Uh, you know, you are this 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 person on YouTube that it's so different talking to in real life. Uh, so I, I, I'm really honored uh, to be on the show. So yeah, yeah, it it, go, it goes both ways. I mean, because I've seen it's Buford from Casting Call Club in my email now for years. Like four I better years. I better change that. I better change it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's been it's been a real pleasure to 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 watch you grow, to watch you impact this industry, to watch you change people's lives, to watch you, um, you know, 
to just do what you're doing. And I, and I hope you, I hope you keep doing it. And I, and I hope our, our paths cross many more times in our, in our future. Thank you. Yeah, as well. And uh, we'll see you at the next video. Thanks for everything.